Welcome back to Professor Taylor's Metrodome Musical. In this installment, see how Trump is enabled by his cult-like administration, setting the stage for a time travel intervention in 2020, creating two parallel historical timelines. Here is episode three, In the Court of the Mad King. Avenger God from space, see their faces assemble. You're all about your base, about your base, 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 base. Thank you. Uh, well, Trump's bravado was all the core base would ever need from their idol. Factual info, fully optional. But as a candidate to win over more moderate voters, he'd have to wage a war on the very concept of truth with an army of enablers. So let's, let's go ahead and meet a few of the minions from Despicable D's lair, shall we? Mm, and, and I'm going to need some harmonies on this song. So uh, first, let's meet a few helpful friends from my staff. Now, these are virtual friends, and I don't mean Facebook. These three guys are sentient holograms, and they love protest songs. So I call them my chorus of disapproval. Okay, Tina, okay, please welcome my backup singers, Doe, Ray, and me. Here's Doe. Hey there. Ray. What's up? And me. Hi. Not me, me, you know, am I me? Whoa, 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 wait. Am I me? Or are you me? You're me, am I, uh -huh. and I'm me, M E. Got it. Ask where I'm from. No. Miami. Uh, <laughs> anyway, where was I? Army of Enablers. Yes, thank you. So uh, Trump's now waging a war on truth itself. Cue music with an army of enablers. Oh, I like that choreography. Very Motown. And in the battlefield's frontline trenches, slide. Trump's blonde bombshell of BS, Kellyanne Conway. Beauty pageant princess turned pretty pundit, helping Pence and peddling nonsense that smells pungent. Plastic smiles and alternate facts she trades in from Lion Ted's pack, now a pact with Satan. Hey, Kellyanne, what's your game? Can't you see that it's insane? Was your mouth ever connected to your brain? Inhaling all the hot air from Trump's next tail, parroting BS with every exhale. Sells atrocious lies, no reason nor rhyme. Even talking heads must make sense sometimes. Double talking points hurled without blinking Inarticulating what Donald's not thinking Sickly moronies from the skis word salad bar Unprotected by a brain rot sneeze guard Hey Kellyanne, what's your game? Can't you see that it's insane? Was your mouth ever connected to your brain? And on the home front, keeping it unreal and proving not all warriors are big sweaty men, some are big sweaty women. Trump's press secretary for the uh, bulk of his term, Miss Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Gruntle glare, the hangry eyes. She makes the new scribes read between the lines. 
Are you mental, some parental amashment? With Mike, the rest of your life enabling old dumb guys. In the hot seat with hot mics, you answer coldly. The press corps presses you for more. You go on a scolding spree. It's not cool or even clever. Lies, blatant lies. Hey, don't you lie some lies for DT, Sarah? Lies, lies, oh, Lord, Sarah, lies. Thanks. Thank you very much, and thank you, chorus of disapproval. You guys cool with hanging out? Because I need you again in a minute. Well, we do have a virtual Michael Jackson gig later, but uh, okay. Great. So, the question, why, why, oh why would intelligent women devote all to a predator and resign their dignity the way millennials dropped gluten? Well, for the same reasons as a man more familiar with Donald's backside than the toilet paper under Trump's shoe boarding Air Force One and twice as white. That's a real photo, by the way. It's Trump's other clammy asswipe, Vice President Mike Pence. Sarah, Kellyanne, and others, same rationale as Pence because Jesus, you guys. Let's let him explain it. Brother Mike, testify. Oh, well, I guess it would be nice to have someone just like Jesus has matured more than a fetus, not undeniably nuts. Whoa, but JC, he came twice. Um, three be a lot to ask for And God might still want some blood and gore So I guess the best shot we've got Is Jabba the Putz I just review my Bible lessons Like Job endure this foul White House of Kings I know God gave this president Plan obsolescent I'll be the warranty replacement One hand on the King James So I gotta have faith Stand tall and so straight, no scandals they chase. I gotta be faithful, faithful, faithful. Maybe if he showed some mental fitness, wouldn't have to bear false witness, running cover for a clown. But unborn babies ha, need men on the Supreme Court who submit to our Supreme Lord, and that's worth doing things that might bring our democracy down, cause God made sex for. Procreation, salacious lushers, just be shamed away. When folks do what they want, we feel strange frustration. So keep it in your pants, God says you have to pay to play. Bow our heads. Lord, forgive us our truly despicable falsehoods and, oh yeah, serving evil agendas of the super rich. We just kind of figured it's easier to get forgiveness than permission. I mean, that's kind of your deal, right? In thy holy name, future President Pence. That's why we gotta have faith. Embrace the disgrace till we see the pearly gates. We gotta be faithful, faithful, faithful. Yeah, the unborn issue. For lots of the devout, that was the issue. I mean, if their leaders opposed abortion, they could get away with murder. 
Well, indirectly, let toddlers die from no health care or poisoned tap water, basic neglect because their parents are in jail from pot possession? Well, only if they're black or Hispanic. And today, the right side's version of NPR, National Republic Radio, features a pro-life talk show called One Thing Considered. And my family, they didn't see pregnancy as God's plan, exactly. Not, not even my mom. She had a nursing degree. We were quasi-Christian at best. You know, church on holidays, like dental appointments, you know, two or three times yearly, to be safe. So I figured women's rights could still be a wedge to get my mother and Paula voting blue, you know, even if in secret. You know, hey, Dad, pay no attention to that woman behind the curtain. No, that's a hundred-year-old reference, but you guys have seen Wizard of Oz, right? Well, anyway, the gals, they were hard to engage. I mean, the old, the old man, he was always up for a spirited, stately shouting match. But the Taylor women called for strategy. And here's how that went. Oh, a uh, chorus of disapproval? Need you here? You're going to sing the women's parts on this one, okay? Hell yes. Let's do this. Get her done. Yeah, it could be a tad less butch, but fine. Um, now, I'm stealth confronting Mom and Paula. We'd, we'd meet like on a weekday. Dad's at work, out of the way. And I'd be like, hey, P, let's hang out with my awesome nephews. Go to the park, you know. I'll pick up Mom and some eats. What do you say? Innocent life. But secretly a political operative with a spy's objective. Prime the targets for defection over women's rights. Uh, yeah, uh, chorus, you ready to disapprove? Cause somehow they always saw it coming. Where's your equal pay? It's appalling. She's a smarty it's 10 in the morning. Don't start with us. We're begging Later in the park that same day. Or paid family leave. And birth control. He's rehashing beefs. He's on a roll. Can't we just have a normal picnic? Yeah, and if men got pregnant, there'd be no debate. Now you know that. He's passing out, drank too much vino. Spits when he talks like Tarantino. Oh, that's a good reference. So you know about Yes, we've heard of him. Cool. Well, you know, my favorite is Jackie Brown because, well, you know, he writes strong women characters. You know, I'm just saying. Hey, Taylor, your game has gone. Rachel Maddow clip, it's two minutes. And we love you, we do, but you're too dang obnoxious. You guys are smart and creative. You're too cool for this, this. Limb conformity, jello in a mold. Dude, you're like this cheese. It's getting old. Mom, what do you think? Yeah, Paula, maybe toss this one. Hint, hint. You know, Handmaiden's Tale is not that far-fetched. He rants and raves. Is this the fifties? You're looking crazy. Could you just sit, please? And Away from the kids, you're scaring them. Here, sweetheart, just ignore the crazy man. He's harmless. Mostly. Feminists do not hate men. That's propaganda. Are you packing up? There's a gale going hot. There's no apple pie. Obnoxious. I think I hear thunder. Love is game on the reign of our mastermind. It's predictable. You get the song and obnoxious. We think we're fed up now. We think we're fed up now. Thanks. Thank you very much. And hey, thank you, Chorus of Disapproval. Now, back in your hard drive. I think you mean hyper-flash drive. drive. Yeah, whatever, Palpatines, okay, just power down. You'll be back. Later, take it easy.
Well, season two of this Trump show featured a classic hate watch episode. The setting was Congress and starring the dishonorable Judge Brett Kavanaugh. Here he is testifying. Looks like he missed his nap and didn't get a pudding cup with an episode title that serious fans of the sitcom Friends can appreciate. The one where Congress confirms a man poutier than Ross, dumber than Phoebe, needier than Chandler, more entitled than Rachel, volatile than Monica, and skeevier than Joey for the United States Supreme Court. Mm, with a guest cameo from an old Senate favorite. Some real simple boys making uncivil noise. Court confirmations, once a C-SPAN snooze. High-fiving frat bums, abuse broads and booze. Simple boys make uncivil noise to appease a boisterous boob. Cause wouldn't you rather be the SCOTUS nominee? Bestowed with a bro code pass for perjury. Sneers as he jeers at the slightest scrutiny. Beer, he likes beer, drinks beer, beer, can't you see? Then a clown stricken down from access to the court that cavorts with his majesty, cause he ruled out the Mad King's ruse. Yes, the Mad King, shrill theatrics for an audience of one. The TV, his coliseum box, forever bloodier spectacles, a craving acquired in his youth. Well, I sing you a little story about a kid who was bored. Everything he wanted, all he wanted was more Mostly craved attention, even more than toys The toddler CEO of Uncivil Noise Made quite a din in NYC Then moved his playset to TV Lights, camera, and reactions for his every mood Compulsory praise, only others got booed Never mind that deep inside was a slow-growing hell Child stars grow up sometimes not so well Played a man made out of money showing up show folk Tried to own the word Trump, I wish that was a joke Next stunt was run for president, not a smidgen of poise Make appointments who will make uncivil noise Still needed play dates at his age New puppet slapstick Worldwide stage Senator Graham Milking the scene Submental mayhem Yaz drama queen Simple boys make uncivil noise It's in a MAGA hat man's jeans Why wouldn't he rather be an Emmy nominee The head-spinning thespian puking green peas A fraudulent moderate imposter on a leash who cautioned we quashed Don's run, but as Donnie insults the assault survivor viciously, G gropes for a post to commit complicity. With the script that should fit in this nitwit's reality, Lindsey Graham is the man he'd clearly rather be than a maverick who proved he would not be used. Rescued institutions refused and disputed. The crook who colluded, the bullies refuted our mad, mad king. Disaster looms large in our next episode, a global pandemic for which Trump avoids all responsibility like the plague. Then, a miracle of science, a time travel event that shatters reality, altering the course of America, its politics, and all human history. Next, on Metrodome Musical, Episode 4, The Teflon Dawn and Going Viral. <laughs>